Yo, what's going on? This is your boy, Josh, and you are tuning in to the podcast, Just a Kid from Gary, a podcast that inspires others around the globe to achieve their dreams and make them a reality. And in this podcast, I highlight individuals that grew up in Gary or cities like Gary and now are doing amazing things. And in this podcast episode today, I got one special for you guys. I got a Gary native, my boy, Chris, um, and and actually he's, um, he's actually got his own podcast. Is it, is it explicit content? Yeah, for sure. Explicit content. Explicit content. Nice, nice, nice. Man, real quick, man. Um, kind of give my audience a little bit of bio about you, man, and and, and, and where you at and, and what you've been doing lately. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, like you said, um, Chris Robinson. I'm from Gary, yeah, born and raised. Um, when I left, or I went to graduate from Westside High School, went to Morehouse College, just completed four years in Morehouse. Um, graduated in May. We actually didn't have graduation yet because of COVID. Okay. So. Uh, Still waiting. The graduation is put back to December, hopefully. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm uh, working. I'm a content creator. You feel me? So other than my podcast, you know, that's what I do. Um, I'm helping other companies, other contents. So right now I'm working with Straight to, Straight to Tell Production Company. Um, I'm just helping out with them, producing content, helping with their productions, day-to-day work. Um, I'm working with Politic in the app. That's the app. If you don't have it, download it right now. It's also co-founded by Gary, a resident of uh, Jordan Wilson. It's one of my very close family friends, um, like a sister to me. Um, and we've been working, you know, to make that app one of the best apps out. You know, it's, it's, it's I don't even know how to put it because it's something that, that hasn't been done before. And I guess that kind of explains me. A lot of the things that I'm trying to do are things that haven't been done before. And then that can take us back to Gary, you feel me? We got to do something to change Gary that hasn't been done before. Because, you know, Gary is very historic. Right. You feel me? And it's, it's, it's rich in history. So, it, you feel me? We, we have the first black mayor, you feel me? So, it's like, what else can we do? You know, we got to reinvent ourselves and do things that haven't been done before. So you feel me? To wrap up a little bit about me, that's me, and that's what I stand for. You had mentioned politic in the app, man. Um, crazy, crazy thing is, I didn't even know you was behind that. Um, I just got a DM. I just got a DM by them like not too long ago. Well, I had DM them, told them like I like I love what they're doing. So tell me a little bit more about that, man, because I didn't even know you was behind that. So yeah, uh, like I said, I'm a content creator, uh, producer type shit. So what I do for content or um, for politics is basically whatever you see on the socials, like as far as video wise or you feel me, YouTube wise, I'm clipping, cutting that, you feel me, working mm-hmm. with our, um, our personalities, you know, getting the videos out. Like if you see, we did a vote by mail video, you feel me, just working with them, clipping that out, um, produced an ad for them for our GoFundMe campaign. So you feel me, just things like that. Um, and there's a lot of things in politics that we have coming out in the works, I would say, you feel me, just, just stay in tune. That's why I said, if you don't have it, get in tune now because it's definitely, um, you feel me? One of those apps that's gonna be cool to watch, you know, over mm-hmm. the next four to five years. And if you have, you know, the the you feel me, the cash flow, please donate. You feel me? If you okay. can, you know, whether it's ten dollars or ten thousand, you feel me? We can use the donations right now. So y'all just kind uh, of explain to me, y'all kind of just like a up and coming starting app, um, and, yeah. and this is gonna be geared towards uh, putting uh, politic, poli- well, I guess legislations. Uh, and political information onto an app where black people can access it, right? Or anyone, right? Yeah, I was say not just black people. We're going for anyone because it's not partisan. So you feel me? It's not representing Democrats or Republicans. You get me? Mm, so, okay. Um, we're just trying to get the right information out to the people. You feel me? You know, whether if you, if you want to vote for Donald Trump, we, I want you to know why you voting for Donald Trump. You feel me? Right. It's gonna be the app. You feel me? Right. So, right. It's, it's a way to engage millennials in voting. You know, we we on our phones all the time, so. And honestly, man, we really need that because 
when we make a decisions, like as far as like political decisions and like where we trying to like, we make so we make, we base them off of just like emotion and like what other people know. We really don't know the facts behind them. And so I think that like that app, man, I, I've been, I've been doing my little research on that. I think that app is going to be a game changer for sure. So I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, man. So, so you went to, so you said you went to Morehouse, man. How was that experience? Man, Morehouse was great. Um, it's the greatest experience of all male school. So you feel me like, and that was my first time, you know, experiencing something like that. I know it was a few, what was this, uh, all my school in Gary, it's called um, McCullough. McCullough. Yeah, McCullough. The girls. That was the, the elementary girls. school. Yeah. I, I know Gary used to have an all girls and all uh, boys elementary school. And right. we always like, talk about them like, yeah, I go to all boys school. But that was honestly, you feel me, something that, you feel me, I don't want to say save me, but it's like, damn, you feel me, this is powerful. Because hmm. like, never in my life had I been in a room, you feel me, with, and that's the thing about Morehouse. It's a, it's a very special environment because, you know, it's a college, but it's, it's very small. We have or just over 3,000 students. So your mm-hmm. average classroom would be maybe 15 to 30, you feel me? So mm-hmm. back to what I'm saying, never had I been in my life, you feel me, in a classroom with 15, 30 people, you feel me, head straight on, you feel me. You know, we all supporting each other. You know what I'm saying? It was honestly powerful because, you feel me, that's not what, what we get in a regular school environment, unfortunately. That's you know? true. So it's like we work at together you know and, and it shows you that you're not alone in, in, your, in your everyday fight you feel me man right next to you you feel me he's, he's right there with you, you know and one thing about morehouse and damn, shit i graduated i haven't really thought about it when they tell when you first started morehouse they tell you look to your left look to your right and they say one of those people not gonna be there with you when you finish mm. and you feel me? that's very real because i don't i you feel me? like i said i just really thought about it. i don't know you feel me where those two guys were but you feel me, along my journey, it was, you feel me, 500 other brothers, you feel me, that was supporting me no matter what. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So, Morehouse overall was just a real powerful experience. Um, I feel like, you know, that was an ordained, ordained mission from God for me. You feel me? Yeah. Because yeah. Like, I knew I wanted to go to college, but I didn't know I wanted to go to college like that. You feel me? Okay. Okay. I mean, to be honest, bro, and, and, and honestly, you know, you know the vibe, man. Back home is really not pushed on us, man. We don't really think yeah. about that. We don't really think about that. I mean, I think I think primarily it's just like getting out or like just getting a job, you know what I'm saying? Trying to find a trade. I remember for a lot of my brothers, we was always trying to trying to figure out how we was gonna get into the mill. You know, that was always just our goal. Yeah, and then yeah. like and, and if we felt like we got into the mill, we was doing, you know, hotter than most of our peers. But yeah, like college was just like it, it you know, until like you had that life changing event where something snapped, you wasn't really like thinking about it every day, just to be real. No, nah, for real. And, and and I guess that's kind of how they raise you at Morehouse. Like, they kind of tell you, like, from this day forward, you feel me, you're going to be a different person. And it's mm. like, you feel me? I went from going to, like, okay, I want to be, you feel me, I want to go to college to get a profession. You feel me, further my career. But now it's about not just me, you feel me, how can I help my people, my city, you feel me? My, mm. my whole agenda has changed, you feel me, just based off four years at Morehouse. So it's just like, you feel me, I'm excited to see what's the next four years. Now, how you how do you plan on helping your city? You met, we I know we've kind of hit on it a little bit, but how do you what what is your plan? What are you currently doing to 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 help out help out the city? Currently, right now, I'm definitely not as hands on as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not. But you know, I just say, um, you feel me? I can I can do better. Mm-hmm. But I had, when I was at home, I was just at home for the July Fourth holiday uh, this year, mm-hmm. and I was you know just being involved with the Urban League, Doctor Vanessa. She just changed her last name. I want to say McLeod because I, I know she got on because I messed up her last name. So I want to. But Dr. Vanessa, um, shout out to her. She's from the Urban League of Gary. Um, I did a lot of work with her. She worked at Banneker Elementary. 
um, where I went. So I'm, you know, just staying connected with her, other okay. councilmen. You feel me? People in the community. My mom is Kimberly Robinson, which is the Calumet Township trustee. So you okay. feel me? Um, you know, I'm always in her ear. You feel me? Telling mm-hmm. her what the streets need. You feel me? Well, she's yeah. not gonna hear on her Facebook. So for you sure. Me? For sure. So you know, just 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 things like that. How I can be helpful. That's how I like to think of it. Not more so. What am I doing? But what am I doing best for me? You feel me? That can help them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then talking about that, how? How can others tap into that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe they're not away. Maybe they're away from, from the city or maybe they're there, like, in your opinion, man. Like, what are some ways? So look, I'm a, I'll, I'll, uh, this is kind of like a one of my most recent experiences. And I, I guess I can mention this, too. So I know everybody knew back in Gary they had the little Tolleston, um, the basketball. I'm not sure what it was called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, you're talking about, like, the little uh, games and stuff? Yeah, they they just they were doing them real big, but then I know the city uh, kind of shut it down because of COVID. Yeah, I don't I don't remember the name of it, the official name right, of it. So, yeah, all right, so I'll run it down. So it was like the Tosta Hoop tournament, whatever this summer. It was like two of them. You feel me? It was busting like over a thousand people at each event. You feel me? No violence, wow. none of that. But, but because of you know uh, the, the pandemic or whatever, uh, it caused the city to take down the rim to Tosta Court. Mm. On Facebook, I saw everybody complaining. You feel me? I said, how can I take this matter? You feel me? Into my hands. So mm. you know. Me, knowing who I know, just, you feel me? And not even knowing who I know. I know uh, Councilman Mary Brown, or Councilwoman Mary Brown, excuse me. Okay. Um, and my mom was on the council before she was a trustee. But like I said, this had nothing to do with who I know. I went on the Gary Common Council website, found her email and phone number. I called mm-hmm. her, left her voicemail, said, hello, Councilwoman, I just left you an email. I'm asking that you check it. In the email, I asked her, why did the courts come down? You know, I just wanted to clarify that if, if, it was, if they were coming down for the pandemic, you feel me, it was that, and it wasn't because that people are, you know, crowded at the courts. Right. And then she said that we did, or she said it was a, um, she told me that, she told me exactly what happened. And that's what I appreciate. She was very transparent. She mm-hmm. said that the health department said that it was a, you know, a, a emergency or whatever. So they had to take it down. So mm-hmm. then my response was, you know, thank you for responding back to me. I appreciate this, but why is the beach open? How is it that we can allow people from Chicago, uh, Michigan, come to yes. Gary, Indiana Beach, you know, bringing yes. this in from out of state, but we can't have a park open for our citizens. Right. And I'm not, I, I don't even want to say this, but you feel me? The next week, the beach was closed. You feel me? I'm not saying I had anything to do with that, but Jerome Prince the mayor closed the beach the next week. And I said, okay, you feel me? Now I feel better. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't close down the stuff in the community, the whole city needs to be closed down. You feel me? We need to, you know, we got to be fair with this type of stuff. Absolutely. So, absolutely. You feel me? If you're concerned with what's going on in your, in your community or concerned about anything, I would say call your councilman. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Find out mm-hmm. what district you live in. It's, it's five districts in Gary. Or six, I'm sorry, six districts. Six districts. Yeah, and three at large councilmen. So you feel me? You're well represented. Just need to find out who to talk to. And then right. even under that, you have precinct committee, precinct committee people who can get to the councilman or your precinct board. You feel me? If, if you're not available to. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't see, and, and that, honestly, I had seen the 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 uh, beaches closed, and um, I was curious about that, man. So it, I, it's good to know some backstory behind, you know, kind of how things like that are rapping. Like you said, not that you're saying you had completely 100%, you know, uh, effect on that. that. But, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, just making, just stating something or just saying something um, makes a change. I know for me, um, one thing that I can, I, I can parallel or piggyback off of what you're saying is, honestly, man, speaking up is probably at least like 50% of the job. You know what I'm saying? Speaking up, saying something about it. You know, for example, I uh I I got this like little contest going on around the city, 
you know, um, highlight things that are going on in the city, whether it is good or bad. Take a picture of it. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're able to like put it on a platform and say, hey, these are our problem areas, then we have somewhere to go back to where we say, okay, when we get funding, when we get a little money, how can we go and target those areas? So it's all about it. it it's all about doing something. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's something that I can definitely uh, take my hat off to you. Um, now I've seen on your podcast is it a explicit, explicit content? Um, you 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 had on there uh, some Gary natives, and uh, I, I'm just interested. Like, is that your is that your is that your stream of like giving back to, or is that more of just like putting them on, giving them a platform to share what they're doing? No, I got um. So I I definitely got something. You feel me? Gear for Gary in particular. You know, it's just it's too soon to speak on. You feel me? I don't want to. You know, I'm, I'm one of those type of people. So Same. my podcast is just what I'm doing for my brand right now. Um. We just met, so you you know you don't really know who I am, or you feel me. But I used to DJ, you feel me. Mm-hmm. So with me, and I met a lot of people, artists, you know, all type of people. And I said it's crazy because I started this before the the pandemic. It was just in a way to think of how can I expand my brand, you feel me, outside of house parties, outside of clubs. And mm-hmm. I said, well, you feel me. I looked up to DJ Academics, so I'm like, let me mm-hmm. get this podcast jumping. Mm-hmm. You feel me. And this was early. I want to say early 2019, maybe late 2018. It was me and my roommate at the time. His name was Rose. Um, but then, you feel me, all type of conflicts happened uh, with just from production to, you feel me, scheduling. Yeah. So, which, you feel me, called me to fall back on it. Um, you feel me, gave me the time I needed to think, you feel me, how to relaunch it, got all of that together. And then now, now we, you feel me, we're 15 episodes in. Um, I, you feel me, I got some stuff in the vault, you feel me. So, but sure. I wouldn't say that it's geared towards Gary people. Um, so, I... The thing is, I saw this quote the other day. My guy, he was like, you know, what's, what, what we're doing is is building generations, you feel me, mm-hmm. versus get rich quick, you feel me? Yeah. And I'm, that's, that's exactly what I'm on, you feel me? I'm not trying to get rich off my podcast or, you feel me, looking to make a quick buck or get – well, I am trying to get sponsored. That You feel me? That's a new goal of mine for the podcast. If Has I get to a sponsor, Has you to feel me? That would be cool. But, you feel me, ideally would be, you feel me, to start a platform, you feel me, to pass down, you feel me, or – start something that could be of something large, you feel me? If I could take explicit content, or you feel me? We could take explicit content, take just a kid from gear, you feel me? Have this shit in a fucking building, you feel yeah. me? That way yeah. we got 10 jobs, you feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're teaching kids shit, like, you know? So that's what I'm passionate about. You Bro, feel me? do you not understand? That's literally my, like, that's like, what you just said right there is probably the beef of it. The podcast is only just like the, the awareness piece, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. there's just this action that happens behind it. So the fact that you sit there, I think that, you know, we got to really be thinking about ways that we can even like work together on more projects. You know, this could be the one of many, but it needs to, it needs to rub like that. You know, um, for example, uh, taking a development in the city and just having a place where literally we can do live. You know what I'm saying? Live events and live podcasts where people can come in and learn, truly learn in a place that's positive and you know what I'm saying, other things going on. That's that's the alternative. That's the piece. I know um Dewan Morrell, that's another guy who deep. That's my boy. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, we had sir. talked about this as well. And you know, he used to hoop. So he yep. was like, Bro, I want to do the podcast in Bowman Gym, like you feel me, on the on the court, like <laughs> episode. And I'm like, Yeah, no, that's that's what's up. So he that's hot. Cause I know he you feel me, he on the same type of realm right now. So yeah. You feel me? But no, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rico for sure, man. He's doing his thing, man. I literally just spoke to him recently and he even got, he's even like doing something with the media thing. And I think that that's huge. You know what I'm saying? He's really trying to take over the media in the city. And if you think about it, man, to, to really set our city on top, we actually need all these companies to like really start growing and progressing. We need to 
a media company we need some type of design company we need like some type of like legality company and all of them kind of build off of each other so it's a lot of opportunity man that's the beautiful thing about it you know a lot of opportunity so with that being said bro um um explicit like you said explicit content is this just this piece where you're building your own personal brand how how hard is it or, or, or what are the difficulties behind like, you know what I'm saying, doing something like that? So if we have listeners here who saying, I want to do that, you know, I want to yeah. create content. How, how can they do that? For sure. Um, so that's the thing. I'm, 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 I'm getting to that point now where I'm working out all my kinks, you feel me? And it's becoming like, you know, I know how you know, like it, it can be, I don't want to say it's, it's running itself, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's automation, it's, automation. Yeah. yeah. Automation, you feel me? We're getting there. So, but I would just say in the beginning, um, you definitely want to try to build your consistency early. Like I remember, I didn't have a trailer. Mm. Um, that was pretty cool. And mm. when I got the trailer, I'm like, this is this is something that, that's hit. You feel mm-hmm. me? I, I need. Um, you feel me? A good logo. Start off. You feel me? I would just say make sure you're branded a one. You feel me? Off off back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, branding is definitely key. Um, building my brand, living my life. That's one of my favorite quotes. Building my brand, living my life. I like that. You got to build your brand in order to live your life, and your life is your brand. So True. you feel me? And we, and we support all these other brands, like Polo Notebook right here, you feel me? BTF, I was like, I'm supporting all their brands. Support yourself, you feel me? So Yeah, for sure. Bro, real quick, I was just reading your shirt, man. And yo, <laughs> Village Hot Dogs, bro? Wow, like, There's, uh, that's... That's so who wait who 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 made that shirt? Uh, I don't know. It's a gift. Dope house. Okay. Okay. Dope house. Uh, no, that shirt. Dope house. Go copies. No, that that is bro. That's the city right there. No, that's the city is. right there on the shirt on that shirt, bro. Mister Charlie's. First of all, first of all, to understand Mister Charlie's, you must have, like had to be on the east side and go to uh, Pulaski. And um, I remember, bro, like literally, like that. Like Mr. Joe Mays is on there. Yeah, Joe Mays. Joe Mays, yeah, man. So, bro, I got stories for days on these. So, for example, Mr. Charlie's was an interesting one because we would always go down to uh, right after school. We would go to uh, Charlie's, and literally, like, bro, every day after school, that candy store used to be packed, bro. You couldn't even breathe, huh? Went to Pulaski. I went to Pulaski. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went to Pulaski. So it was literally like, you know, it was right across the street. So we was there all the time. You know what I mean? I went to Bethune, then Banneker. Then I left Gary for a little bit and went to Bishop Noel. And then mm-hmm. I graduated from Westside. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you was a, you was a Westside kid. I was on the East Side. So <laughs> everything I did, East Side. So that's what the, yeah. That, but yeah, bro, like even Joe Mays, man, like that's that's the city, man. Like that dude, he worked. That, I take my hat off to that dude because he worked every single day. He even worked when he was old, man. And literally, they, you know, said they went ahead and gave that corner to him and dedicated that corner to his yeah, name. Uh, the instant man, too. You the got instant, the instant man. You, can, you can't forget about the instant man. Gary is so rich in history, bro. It's bro. And we can't, bro, we can't forget it. And we can't allow that to die, man. We really got to we really gotta be the ones that put it on our back. You know what I'm saying? I think that's our, our main mission um, right now is taking it, putting it on our back, and leading forward with it. But what, like... What projects do you have in the pipeline that you can actually talk about, you know, that you can put out there? Um, uh, yeah, so uh, just some more more what I'm involved in. Like I said, I'm working um, – my job right now is Straight to Tell Production Company. I mean, you can okay. check that out. We do a lot of public health content. So Okay. Um, okay. I mean, that, that's just self-explanatory, like kicking shit out of the hospitals. Um, right now, 
especially because of COVID now. I'm guessing yeah, I'm guessing you guys got a lot of work. I was gonna say right now is overdoses. Actually, you feel me? I'm working mm. on a pipe on directly with the Pennsylvania project. Um, just talking to I don't even want to say survivors, but you feel me? Recovering addicts, you know, um, just telling their stories and you feel me? Getting that content out because that's what okay. these, you know, the the so really how it is. We just get the different contracts. You feel me? Produce the content for you know what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but that's what's definitely. Um, I know I'm working with two different companies right now over us one in florida one in um, pennsylvania so. mm-hmm. okay okay so that so then i guarantee you that's keeping you busy right now besides of all the work that you're doing so, and then, um, yeah i was gonna say that wasn't what i was gonna say but check out sovereign sounds um that's me and a bunch of other well yeah i'll say a bunch of other people from the auc which is the atlanta university center so that's mm-hmm. morehouse clark and spellman mm-hmm. um a bunch of other creatives we put together like it's one of a kind. Like, it's, well, it's a creative space. You feel me? So we got interviews. You feel me? We got this thing called Story Time. We playing charades. You feel me? It's gonna be some five content we putting together, and it's just like you feel me. We getting the, the famous TikTok people. You feel mm-hmm. me? The, uh, you know, Instagrammers, Diamond Testers, all them people on there. You feel me? Um, come in there and play some games. And it's kind of you know we in Atlanta, so that's kind of like the you know the, the, the demographic out here. No, for real. I heard it's like, bro. I haven't been to Atlanta in like a couple months, but like, bro, that's. Like it's to me, that's where a lot of that energy is being shoved down to. Like even one of the, I know this huge Instagrammer influencer, he's down in Atlanta, and people kind of just flock down there with him. So for some odd reason, I, was, I see it become a big, you know, what I'm saying, you know, influential hub. So a lot yeah. of projects there. But with that being said, I was thinking about you know um, um, ways that we can like really influence you know people back in the city to really start thinking about ways that they can get creative. Man. Um, what you got in mind, man? I was gonna say I wanted. I'm all, I'm all about shouting out and you feel me, like putting other people up. You feel me? So For why sure. you saying that? Uh, shout out to Amari Ferguson. You feel me? Um, Neighborhood Productions. That's my dog. We she went to Banneker. She's a okay. creative. If you, if you need a photo shoot, music video, anything like that in the city of Gary, she can definitely take care of you. And you feel me? Along from that, she is an artist too. Uh, Amari Noel, else, a little artist name. So you feel me? My dog is five with the shits for real. So right. I mean, she's creative. Um, I can vouch for her, you. Feel me? Check her out if you need that creative work in the city. But, but I actually was headed. I, man, I actually want to put together a little a, vi- a little tribute video that I've been thinking about uh, with a different little spin. So I'm glad you threw her name out there because that'd be a person I can reference for sure. But yeah, man, like even but just even on that, like I, I want to really be able to use this even our platform to even encourage people like, man, start making content, man. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of creative stuff. Like Think about it. The Jaxes came out of their city. So, like, we got to have we gotta have that creative blood, man. That's everywhere you go, to be honest. You tell somebody from here, they be like, from where Michael Jackson from? Like, yeah. Yep, yep. Michael Jackson, we got Freddie Gibbs, you feel me? Uh, Denise Wood, you feel me? We got yes. Grammys in here. Like, and that's just Grammys, you feel me? We got athletes, too. Shout out to Glenn Blue, Robinson. Uh, Glenn Gary, Robinson, we Gary got him, Robinson. yeah. Troy Hawkins, you feel me? Mm-hmm, we got, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got stuff. We can compete with any other city for real, for real. You feel no, me? heavy, heavy, bro, heavy. <laughs> so yeah, man, that man, that that's that's man. I like to hear that, man. I like to hear that you're staying busy, man. And uh, real quick, one one thing I like to do with my brothers from Gary that doing a big thing, like to give you a big shout out, man. Um, you, man. Um, man you, continue doing what you're doing, man. Because we need leaders like you, and guarantee you, this is the one of many. You know, what I'm saying the next project we do probably going, you know, be ten times greater, of course. But um, I'm actually working with another guy from the city. Uh, he's doing some incredible things, and I, I'll, I'll plug you up with him. He, he got a brand now called Paradigm, and basically, it's just this motivational 
you know what I'm saying, to you basically help people just like get get out of the like little roots that they're in and yeah. get to this better form of life. So man, just continue doing what you're doing, man. Appreciate that, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um with that being said, man, do you have any last like things you want to say to people? You know what I'm saying? Know. Just to just to really like I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up, man? Since uh you do you're into architecture, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I know that it's a, a Frank Lloyd Wright house in Gary. I've seen it. Yep, it is. It is, man. Yeah, okay, I've seen so it. Is, is it one or two? Just for my clarification. I I think it's one. I'm not sure. Uh, on the second one, the second one is. I think the second one went through like some deconstruction, and it might not be there. Um, um, and when I looked on the map, I didn't. I wasn't able to see it. But I know that first one's still there, and that first one has a lot of history on it. The first one actually went through a fire, got reconstructed. Yeah, all of that. But yeah, it's a Frank Lloyd Wright house in Gary. Yeah, yeah, that was just a little personal research I had, you feel me? And yeah. a lot of people don't know who Frank Lloyd Wright is. You feel me? I, just, yeah. I, I know him because I took an art class. Yeah. yeah I knew you would have a, a certain answer on that for me, so I just had to ask you that. Yeah, but like for I guess like Frank Lloyd Wright was basically, you know, this this he he's basically the the architect they they claim that really, you know, built America. But um he had a lot of influence, you know what I'm saying, architecture. We, you know, his books are here, we study him every single day. And so um it's even where I began to do some of my like like initial research and then move past him once I was able to get my ground rules planted on, you know, what architecture was. But yeah, bro, that's why a good. Do think, why do you think he brought a house to Gary? I'm sorry, I'm going too deep on this. No, you good, man. You said what? So why do you think like that than Gary? Tell me, Gary was the, like Gary was the place, bro. It honestly, like, it, it was literally like the place, man. People don't realize like how crazy that city was, man. And that's why it, it, it's it, that's why it's coming back. That's why like people are planning on it. That's why like you know what I'm saying my 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 work is in the city because you know Franklin Wright understood something. You know what I'm saying it was a it was the bare bones for good home like good residential homes. Like think about the think about the um, the West Side right right where the um, the hospital is. Yeah. If you go look at all those homes, bro. Those homes uh-huh. are literally yeah. yep off yeah, of Fifth. Yes, sir. Yeah, nah, all them homes are beautiful, bro. Yeah. Beautiful homes, nice brick homes. You know what I'm saying? Very resilient. So those homes really had like some of the best architecture, you know, in the city. And uh, a lot of them, you know, what I'm saying abandoned, you know, what I'm saying dilapidated. But you know, what I'm saying they still hold a lot of, you know, what I'm saying significance. So uh, when it comes down to architecture, man, like that place, yeah, yeah. So good peep though, bro. That's that's some good research. One more question. I'm sorry, <laughs> yes, sir. It's just the podcast and. Um, so when you say like that, and you know, when we talk about the homes on Fifth Ave, and like you know, we see this, and like I just saw a video, I sent it to you on some side uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. But we look at these homes and we look at the progress of America, and you feel me, how we rebuild, rebuild our cities. How can we do this? And you feel me, we got this thing like you know, I, it's hard to explain because it's, it's a touchy subject. I was talking to my bro about it last night because it's just like you feel me, you got these, it's like you can buy a house for $20,000, you feel me, revamp it, you know what I'm saying, get it right. But then it's like, they, you know, you don't want to be a gentrifier. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you draw the line? Or you feel me? What's the line between that? Like, how can we help our community without killing the community? Or you feel me? Bro, this is, I'm so glad you asked that question, man. This is what I study, man. I'm glad to get, even offer an answer to you. Um, because this is something that, like, a lot of people um, need to harp on. Um, group economics. So, um, so one thing about it is, is what one thing that takes effect and gentrify happens in the community is because not a lot of the community residents are informed on gentr- gentrifying and, and the, the, the future development. 
So a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, developers come in and they're they're quiet about it. They're quiet about it. They're not making too much noise until the bulldo- until the bulldozers come down the street, right? And the people and the people around, bro, they're not even aware of it. So literally what they're doing is they're just waiting, you know what I'm saying, thinking that, you know, their day is coming. And then in 128 days, they got to leave their community because the property value is going up. So what it is, is the best thing to do is educate them ahead of time. So even with the reason behind my podcast is literally like, yo, gentrification could happen to Gary. Literally, it's it's it's, it's probably bound to happen. It's coming. But if, but if you already think it ahead of time, what you're going to do is you're going to take you and your five best friends around the block and y'all going to start investing into your community. Sure. So you're going to start buying up the houses here and there. Y'all going to start building little you know what I'm saying, jobs and, excuse me, uh, um, businesses, so that whenever when everything goes up, you're right there along with it. And that's what happens within a lot of communities. So, for example, I'll take Cabrini Green out of Chicago. That development went down, but nobody understood what was happening. They were literally, they wanted that, that lake shore front, and because literally people weren't, like the black people weren't investing into that area or anything like that, once those develop, developers came knocking, saying, hey, we're going to tear this thing down, black people only had 128 days to leave. So gentrification, man, it happens. It do, but you got to educate the people on how to invest into the community, so they not so they not ran out, basically. For sure, I'm I'm glad you feel me. That's a perfect answer, and I'm glad we touched on that. And I guess to end it, you feel me? Like you said, that that lakefront that the white people wanted is the same lakefront that Gary want to get. Yes, sir. It's a target, bro. It's a target. It's a target. I enjoyed the conversation today, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's stay locked in, man. Um, where can people find you, brother? Oh yeah, um, everywhere. Facebook, Chris Robinson, uh, Instagram, and Twitter is all the same. Turbo C Rob, Turbo C R O B, and yeah, uh, I'm on. You feel me? In my bio, check out my uh, link tree. You feel me? That's where you can see everything else. I'm gonna say I'm on Twitch and all that, but Bet. just hit my link tree, you'll find me. Okay, man. Appreciate all right, man. This has been literally the Just the Care for Gary podcast with my boy Chris. Yo, if you stay locked in, follow him on all the social media. Uh, be tuned in for the next episode. I'm out.